The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first focus call for the membership committee this week. We're doing several focus calls in a row on how to join special interest affiliates and how important they are. Uh, Monday through Thursday night, we're gonna highlight five affiliates each night and allow them to tell all about their programs, activities, and how you can join. But tonight, we're gonna focus on the importance of special interest affiliates to members and why it's important for state and special interest affiliates to work together for the membership of ACB as well as for great programming throughout the organization. <clears throat> First of all, special interest affiliates started coming out in the early 1960s. Some have been around since then and some are fairly new. They've just been around for the last uh, less than 10 years. I'm not sure how many of you are aware of all the special interest affiliates, but there are 20 altogether, and each one is based on a specific area, either a type of work background, such as the Rendell Shepherd Vendors of America and the Independent Visually Impaired Entrepreneurs and the other groups, a lot of them are based on interests such as Guide Dog Users of America and the veterans uh, group, as well as people interested in Braille or talking books, the library users. So we wanna focus on the importance of having these special interest affiliates to members. I will give some ideas out there and then I'd like people from the audience to step up and tell what things you think are important for us to have special interest affiliates in ACB. First of all, it allows blind and visually impaired people who aren't necessarily interested in joining a national organization, but really have an interest in a specific topic or group. They might decide to join guide dog users because there's a guide dog issue they've been having, perhaps getting an Uber or some other instance of advocacy. Or they might join Rendell Shepherd vendors because they're having an issue as a vendor and want to bring that forward and advocate for that program. Or you might have someone that is interested in joining Blind Pride International because they feel there's a lot of discrimination out there. Or in the case of BRL, Braille is sometimes not offered to all schools and blind persons. And it's important to stress how important it is. So there's numerous reasons why people should join a specific special interest affiliate. 
<laughs> I know um, Doug, I think, is on the call for the um, um, low vision um, and aging group. And Doug, would you like to say why you think it's important to have a special interest affiliate for your specific group? Doug, if you could raise your hand, that'd be great. I'm sorry, I'm putting you on surprise here. I'm just trying to get more people to talk besides me. <laughs> Go ahead and then meet Doug Powell. <clears throat> I know AAVL really likes to advocate for people who are seniors and older. So I thought maybe Doug would like to express uh, some good reasons why this particular special interest affiliate is important. Sorry, it, it, it took a minute for the button to come up for me to unmute. Um, no problem. <laughs> hi, Artis. Uh, good, good evening to you and everybody. Um, yeah. I. Um, yeah, I, I was I was listening to what you were saying, and I was thinking, you know, people don't even really have to have an issue in that area. If they, for example, if you're getting older and and, and losing vision and want to, uh, you know, want to find people who are doing this, you know, who are all doing the same and going through some of the same things, um, that's you know, that's a perfectly great <laughs> reason to uh, to join uh, the Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss, uh, for example. Or, um, you know, if you were thinking about getting a guide dog, you know, and you wanted to, you know, be involved with people who, you know, who, who uh, have, you know, handle guide dogs, uh, that would be, that, that would be another reason to, to join that, that particular special interest affiliate. Um, so for, for somebody coming into the organization, um, either a member or, or not even a member, uh, you know, people, somebody in the community who's going through that, um, we can um, offer those as a possibility for, uh, for people to join and, and, and become a member of a community uh, in, in an area in which they're interested. So, you know, diabetics, the same kind of a thing. If, you're, if you have diabetes and, and want to uh, hobnob with people who also have diabetes and, you know, maybe find the best equipment and how to use it and all that kind of stuff. Those, those kinds of things are, are, um, uh, you know, a good reason to join the, the ACB diabetics in action. Um, and from a, uh, and I've just recently become president of the Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. So from, from an organizational standpoint, from, uh, you know, from the organization of the special interest affiliate, we love to have people obviously from all over the country, but also there's an aspect, for example, we've been doing a project for the, uh, this year uh, or this last year, and we continue to do it where we're contacting, we're trying to have an influence on uh, each community has an area agency on aging where some programs that are funded through the um, administration for community living um, funds programs in communities for people who are getting older and um, uh, Meals on Wheels is one, one such program. And, and, you know, but a lot of these programs uh, have not done very good outreach to the, uh, to the blindness and, and low vision community, people who are losing their vision. Um, and, uh, you know, so, and, and that's true of other programs that, uh, that the area agencies on aging also administer. 
And so we're trying to have our local members. Uh, the nice thing about people who are aging is that uh, many of them are, are retired. So they have time to do advocacy um, and meet with, you know, meet at, in advisory councils and that kind of thing. So we actually have an opportunity to uh, contact our, our community agency and get on their uh, citizen advisory council um, to, to start to make sure that people realize that there are um, issues, you know, that, you know that, the, the, that the way they approach people who are losing their vision has to be a little bit different than uh, other, you know, other um, uh, older people. So uh, that's, we're working on that from, from that standpoint. And um, let's see. What, Thank what you. Are, yeah. I was good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to say you made a definitely good example support and all of these um, 20 special interest affiliates have support aspects because each has a community where they're inviting blind and visually impaired people to join them to offer support to offer ongoing community calls with lots of information, with programming to help. Um, I know the government employee group is really starting to look at ways that they can help people that are interested in becoming a government employee. So the special interest affiliates is a really good way for you to get involved in the particular community where you have interest. Artists, at some point, were you going to list all of the 20 tonight? Actually, I, I was not. Um, I was um, the um, there. Well, there's going to be five affiliates on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday each night. Um, there's going to be uh, five different affiliates that are going to be represented. And then they're going to specifically go into their particular a reason for being, of what programs they offer, if they have email lists, if they have websites, if they have community calls that are ongoing, and if they have any specific events that are coming up in the future. And this would be a great opportunity for each of you listening to this call to learn more about the different special interest affiliates and what they have to offer. Um, the next um, uh, topic I wanted to go into is why it's important for special interest affiliates and state affiliates to work together to benefit both membership and programming. I know many state affiliates have uh, conventions throughout the year and they provide programming in a wide variety of areas. And if special interest affiliates can tag onto the state affiliates and ask if they could be a presenter at that state convention and talk about how the importance of their special interest affiliate, that would allow the state and the special interest affiliate to work together to try to increase not only attendance at the convention, but increase the overall attendance in that particular state. Because one big difference between the two types of affiliates is that special interest affiliates are all over the country where 
state affiliates primarily are location specific. Although people can belong to uh, different state affiliates, you know, like say example, I moved from Iowa, so I'm a member of the Iowa affiliate as well as the California affiliate. But I'm also a member of Washington, the Washington affiliate because I've always appreciated all their programming. So it's up to each state to decide who they allow to become a member of their state affiliate. But if you are a special interest affiliate member in that state, it's really good for you to try to get involved in the state affiliate as well. <clears throat> I'd really like to um, uh, uh, promote um, the conventions as a good way to work together because um, state affiliates have lots to offer to special interest affiliates, but special interest affiliates have inroads into special communities. For example, the library users and the um, Braille Revival League probably has avenues into getting speakers uh, related to those two topics. Mm -hmm. And that's true of a lot of the other um, special interest affiliates, such as Diabetics in Action and others that would have special programming that would be of interest to um, state affiliate members. Artis, you do have a hand raised? Okay, thank you, Jeanette. Uh -huh. um, go ahead. Paul Lewison, I think, I believe that you are unmuted. Oh, there we go. Okay, Aston, there we go. I actually raised my hand by mistake as I was playing around oh, with Okay. Phone. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought maybe you were getting kind of tired of your hand raised. Yes, I know, it was but uh, <laughs> oh, what I would add on to what Doug had said is that and when I first joined uh, uh, FCB um, was that with the special interest affiliates, I had a reason for wanting to join some of those I was uh, initially it was very it was more proactive on my part to want to become part of um, uh, these organizations and hopefully in the uh, special interest affiliate they will provide something that is not being provided in their local chapters or in the state affiliates so it, it gives them a cause and a, a stronger reason to be there. If it's just more or less repeating the same things, it may not uh, be as advantageous uh, for that. Well, thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. <clears throat> One of the things that many of the special interest affiliates have done during the last two years uh, because of COVID, they've gotten involved in the community calls. So many of them have a monthly or weekly um, community call where they talk about specific topics of interest for that particular special interest affiliate. And I know when I've been reading them sometimes that even if I'm not in that special interest affiliate, you know, some of those topics are, are really good to listen to. So I think it's 
would behoove people to really check out the list of community calls and see what calls different special interest affiliates offer, as well as the general community call list, because there's lots of other things that aren't a part of special interest affiliates Mm -hmm. as well. (laughs) I'd like to open it to the floor because I'd like to have comments from others about things you've Mm -hmm. seen that have been really beneficial to you as a member, either um, with a, in a special interest affiliate or how you see the two working together to be really beneficial to you as a member or to ACB. Our first hand is Phil Jones. Go Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Here I am. Good evening. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Well, good evening. Uh, I wanted to let you all know, and especially you artists, that uh, here in Georgia, we have just established an affiliate of the Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. And there are a couple of reasons for it. Of course, having to do with rehabilitation services, especially those of us who are retired or not getting uh what we need to get for one thing and just uh, also as a support group and we're going to have a our state convention next month november 10th to the 12th and the first activities are two activities are going to be uh sponsored by this new affiliate and uh i'm looking forward to it and uh we're going to open the convention with a bingo night Thursday and then Friday morning we're going to have an introductory kind of thing to uh, the members to uh, let us know who we are what we're all about and uh, I'm, you know, I'm glad you mentioned the fact that uh, we can work with the special interest affiliates need to work with state affiliates and this is what we really plan to do I'm, gonna, I'm so really curious and uh, Looking forward to seeing what's going to happen. Great, Phil. That's a very good example of how the two can work together, you know, bringing more programming to the state affiliate. That's wonderful. Do we have any other hands to that? We do. Joe, you can unmute. Uh, good evening. Um, so I am uh, somewhat new to ACB in the last couple of months, and I've been on many of the community calls. And some of the community calls that I've attended uh, were through or recommended from or, or referred to from uh, special interests and affiliates. Um, uh, of ACB and and I can just say as a person um, I've recently just lost my vision uh, about a little more than a year ago but I always had low vision all my life and um, I really do value the reason why I wanted to attend this meeting uh, tonight was because I wanted to get more information because I really do see value in some of the affiliate um, groups that are out there specifically and 
I'd like to get more involved because I feel like they kind of speak to me, uh, at least initially, at, for a career. Um, one that I've heard about is um, educators that are blind uh, teachers. Um, in the state of Pennsylvania, where I live, uh, I'm a certified secondary educator. Um, and I got that certification before I lost my vision. But now I'm trying to kind of remodel how I'm going to go about it. And being a part of or listening to members of that spe specific affiliate group or affiliate uh, organization, I feel like would give me a new type of education into what I would have to do as a teacher. Because I feel like I've gone through the, the rudimentary education courses of how to handle classroom management and uh, curriculum and, and whatnot. But to be able to figure out how to remold that one specific situation into being able to stay in control when I don't have vision, that's why I feel like that affiliate's important to me. And another one that I kind of ran into in a couple of these calls, and I have been in contact with some of the members, is um, the independent visual uh, uh, entrepreneurs um, organization, um, Ivy. Um, before I lost my vision, uh, I had a loan forgiveness after I graduated college. And I had to sit out and make very minimal for three years as regards to the loan forgiveness. Uh, and so I decided that I was going to build my own online business. And I did like through print on demand and, and I have other functions. But again, similar to the education aspect, I've had to remodel my business model and had to remodel kind of how I was going to go about things. And speaking with those members, even just briefly from Ivy has given me motivation to want to become more involved within these affiliates. Now, in regards to the um, premise of this particular call with those affiliates and the regards to the state officials and the state organizations and, and working in tandem with them, I think it's important because I feel like the more people that are career driven and career based um, and have that support through those affiliates can then benefit in this with within the state in tandem with the state and can allow more services and more opportunities. Right. And I think once there's more opportunities out there, there's more aspirations for bigger and better things. Thank you so much. Very good. <clears throat> Very good. Appreciate your comments. That's very helpful. Do we have other hands, Jeanette? Yes. Next, we have Kathy Gerhardt. Go for it, Kathy. Hi. Uh, I wanted to talk um, a little bit about AAVL again <laughs> and also CCLVI. Um, for, in my own case, uh, I was, uh, I started losing my vision later in life. And that is one of the focuses 
of AAVL, but not not only that, but just so anybody can join, you know, whether you have ever had vision or not. But we do have a wonderful support group um, type community call led by uh, Sandy Troiano, who was uh, suddenly <laughs> lost her vision about age 55. And a, a lot of people call into that and they can, you know, help each other out and figure out, you know, where to go from here. And that was sort of my situation. I was um, 40-ish and just started to get um, macular degeneration early. And um, I... Uh, didn't know where to turn and I didn't know anybody from ACB, but somebody, I met somebody from NFB when I lived in Arizona and was a, um, uh, was into, I was a member of NFB for a while until I moved. My husband got transferred to West Virginia, but anyway, they, uh, I don't think they had a um, low vision group or if they did, I did not know about it. And it, it, was, it seemed like it, trying to um, put, push me to go to the Colorado Center for the Blind when I had just got done driving a car. I mean, I had quite a bit of vision. It was like putting us the square peg, peg in a round type of thing or however that phrase goes. And um, so the point I'm trying to make here is when I moved to West Virginia, I joined ACB and then I kept moving around um, to Pennsylvania and to Ohio where I hope not to have to move again from and uh, kept stayed with ACB. And I really liked having the CCLVI group um, as well as AAVL because they, um, focused on people like me and, and uh, they have a lot of new stuff going on um, recently too, lots of calls that where we can help each other out. But they all seem to dovetail together with the various state affiliates, at least the ones I've been in. Um, and I'm still a member of West Virginia, Pennsylvania, and now Ohio because uh, well, thank you. it offers you a lot of opportunity to, to see how, how to live as a person with low vision or perhaps you know, blindness if that happens to, to us. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Okay. Meryl, you can unmute. Thank you, Jeanette, and thank mm -hmm. you, Artis. Um, I represent the International Relations Committee as far as the membership steering committee. I'm the vice chair of the International Relations Committee. And the one of the groups I also am, I'm a member, of course, of IVBRL, um, a lot of other special interest affiliates. But the BITS, the Blind Information Technology Specialist, I have to speak to that because it is teaching me things that I never knew I could do. For example, 
in the bits chat, uh, I figured out how to go into a breakout room and how to leave a breakout room. And then about four different people told me, well, you should think of becoming a host, a Zoom host. And I had thought about it, but I wasn't sure with everything I'm doing right now. But um, I think I am about to consider it because it is something that I feel, and with the webinar aspect, for example, I'm the chair of the convention committee for Maryland, and this is my third year doing that, and we have everything in webinars, so I understand how to either promote to panelists if I forgot to um, go on the uh, panelist link and a lot of times I would stay in the panelist link all day but if I actually forgot the first day I forgot and they had to promote me to panel so I'm beginning to understand all this and I'm thinking wait a minute that's going to help ACB if I become a Zoom host and I know I don't have to do it several times a week if I don't have time so and and facilitating the Spanish one-on-one -on -one calls and all that uh, so I just feel great about about this. Great, thank you, Meryl. You <clears throat> Yeah, special no interest. More hands. No special more hands. interest. Mm -mm. Okay. Um, okay. Can I share why I joined the diabetic group? Sure, go right ahead, Jeanette. Okay, so back in 2018, when I became an insulin-dependent diabetic. I had no clue how this little blind girl was going to give herself some insulin shots. So I talked to a few people, diabetic people here in Washington state, and they said to check out American Council of Blind Diabetics in Actions. So I did, and I have been very involved with them to, and I wanted to like start to, to give back because I got a lot of support from ACBDA to support that and to give back, I started an affiliate here in Washington called Washington Council of the Blind Diabetics. And I started that during the pandemic and it's still going pretty strong. So, yeah. Well, thank you, Danetta. I appreciate that. This is I, Nikki. I and, that... <clears throat> no, go for it. And I, Nikki, and I wanted to say something about this myself. I am living in Pennsylvania and I really needed my local state affiliate because I, I felt that I needed the support of things that were going on locally. I had some transportation issues and I've gotten a lot of support from people in PCB for that and I really appreciate it. I'm still dealing with it. We're working these things out but it's taking time for them to do what they should be doing and, and everything like that. But I also, uh, even before that and, and now since, am a member of um, BITS, as Meryl was talking about BITS. And, you know, I mean, I work in the tech profession. I'm a tech professional. And I do enjoy, first of all, the presentations that BITS has to offer. I can go back and, and review them and, and, and get information I need. And also, we have weekly chats, Fridays and Saturday nights. And, you know, we're talking with other people of the same mind, of the same type of, of career or, or that are, you know, it, it, it helps to, to feed off each other and to just bounce things off of each other and get advice and, and help, like Meryl was talking about getting help with doing certain things. And I also feel like um, with hosting and streaming in community and other things in community and, and also uh, being more involved in some teams in PCB, 
and I'm, you know, more involved in this, I feel like I'm able to also have more doorways of opportunity for me to serve. And, and that, you know, serving others, it really does help make your life more joyful. So it it, it's, been, it's been a real um, great thing to have both areas for me to get into, not just a state and, and, and or be limited to the state or the special interest. That's good. Thank you. No, that's very good points. Mm -hmm. You do have a hand raised, though. Okay. Christy, you can unmute. Hello, oh, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, you know, I at first was just thinking, I just want to belong to California. I don't need to belong, belong to anything else. But um, to my chapter and then I you know got a guide dog and I said well I need to do what the guide dogs do so I joined guide dogs and um, as as I uh, was a student I was a member of students um, I think the student chapters and affiliates um, are a, a very um, interesting um, affiliate to maintain because students are so busy. Um, I want to say the two busiest people, I know people who work are busy, but really seriously, students and retired people seem to me, from what I experienced in life, to be the busiest. Uh, but I think um, I needed the students when I was a student and I was a student both when I was younger and as um, and as a uh, almost 40 year old adult and um, I have always said I'm a student of life I believe that people who are interested and working with students and want to mentor students, I think, um, please consider joining, you know, ACB students and your, your state affiliate student organization. Uh, the other thing is that um, I am a true believer in statewide uh, uh, affiliates of the national affiliates. Uh, California was the first to become an affiliate of the um, of A -A. yeah, but, um, <laughs> and um, Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. And uh, I, you know, people say, well, why do you want to become a statewide affiliate? Why can't you just join the national? Well, the national has a lot of good things. And I think the stronger the statewide affiliates are, it only serves to enlarge the um, national affiliates. So California has a very nice, strong CAAVL, which then buoys up AAVL. And um, as a uh, as the president of California Alliance on, I'm sorry, California Diabetics in Action, 
Um, we became an affiliate of California Council of the Blind in April, and we would love to become an affiliate of American Council of the Blind Diabetics in Action, ACBDA, uh, because like I said, there's strength in numbers and it allows us to focus on some of the statewide things, um, to do some statewide things, but to really um, work and, and be uh, communicating and, and supportive to everyone in the state, in the national affiliate. Thank you. Thanks, Christy. Appreciate that. <clears throat> um, she brings up a very good point. Um, besides being part of the national um, special interest affiliates, many of the states have um, state affiliates of of special interest affiliates. I know. Um, Florida has several, California has several. In fact, I think California is starting a um, next gen affiliate. And uh, so I think it's real important to uh, um, open those doors to people because like Christy said, there's local issues that are only in that state, but there's also issues that transcend and are national issues. Lucy has her hand raised. Okay. Hi, artists. Thanks, Danette, for allowing mm -hmm. me to speak. Um, I really want to start an affiliate of the Braille Revival League in Michigan. And I've had several meetings on that subject and invited um, the president, the past president of BRL to join us. And my people in Michigan were really like skittish about about forming a state affiliate of BRL because of uh, forming, you know, a corporation, the income tax, um, you know, paying more membership dues to ACB. And I, I, you know, I'm really disappointed in that. And I don't know, I don't know how to get around all those issues. <laughs> yes, um, and it can be issues in some states. <clears throat> I I know uh, um, in California we do it a little bit differently. Um, they just charge a flat fee for special interest affiliates that are part of CCB, and that fee is the same no matter how many members they have. So they just pay the um, um, fee to CCB for that uh, amount of money. Yeah. Now, of course, to belong to the national organization, you still have the, what you might call double fee. You'd have mm -hmm. still have the $5 fee for being part of that affiliate as, as well as um, the national organization. And I, and I know sometimes that's a difficulty, but what I try to explain to people is ACB dues, whether it's just for ACB or whether it's for ACB, um, state affiliates, special interest affiliates, et cetera, are very low. Oh, yeah. When you go to, when you go prof professional organizations mm -hmm. and join them, and I belong to a couple of them, you're talking 
uh, hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and if uh, people realize all they'd have to do is forgo um, a couple of coffees a year in order to pay those extra dues, yep. I think they might look at it a little bit differently. And I think a lot of times it's the way we as leaders frame it. We need to frame it as, hey, look at all of these benefits. Mm -hmm. These benefits outweigh the extra few bucks you're going to pay to join this extra special interest affiliate. So I think if we look at it in that way and try to reframe it and try to look at the positive aspects and try to keep away from some of these negative views, I think we'll make a lot stronger inroads yeah. to getting people to join these groups. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Thanks. Uh, Danette, do you have anyone else? Yes. Go for okay. it. Doug, you can unmute. Thanks, Danette. Yeah, I wanted to answer, uh, uh, there's a different question that I think Lucy was bringing up that uh, probably should be addressed. Um, you can get help uh, getting those documents together. There are lots of lawyers, you know, we have a, one of the special interest affiliates is uh, the um, Alliance of uh, 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 Blind Lawyers. And um, so, uh, and you probably, or, you know, you could uh, ask uh, other people in your uh, state um, affiliate uh, if they have drawn up, you know, those kinds of paperwork in the past. Um, so there's help that you can get. And, and uh, I know Nancy um, uh, Marks Becker in the national office uh, in Minneapolis, uh, she knows a lot about the financial side of things. So um, uh, she won't, I, I'm not sure she's, uh, has the time to help you put together your paperwork for, uh, uh applying for 501c3 status, uh, you know, uh, uh, tax exempt status with the IRS, but certainly she can, uh, give you some ideas on, you know, what kinds of things you have to put together in order to make that application. So there is definitely help for, I, I don't think, um, you need to see uh, the, the paperwork as an impediment to actually um, moving forward with, you know, with a, a special interest affiliate. Thanks, yeah, Doug, for adding that um, clarification. Do we have other hands? No. <clears throat> okay. Well, I want to just give you a little tidbit about tomorrow night's um, call. Uh, tomorrow night, the affiliates will be focusing on are the um, Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. We'll be focusing on the ACB Attorneys, the ACB Diabetics in Action, um, ACB Families, which is one thing we have not touched on at all tonight. Um, it's a it's for people of all ages, um, whether um, and if you have vision loss, and even for parents of children that are visually impaired, or um, parents of um, that are visually impaired and have sighted children. So that's a good group to um, look into if you have a family. And I think, of course, most of us do have families. <laughs> <clears throat> and the fifth group for tomorrow night is the um, 
ACB blind teachers um, group. So those are the five we're going to focus on tomorrow night. And I'm hoping you guys can all uh, participate in that call. And our January focus call is going to be on affiliate, how affiliates can set goals for the future that they can actually accomplish. So just wanted to give you an update on those um, couple of um, things that are coming up in the future. Uh, Danette, do you have any more hands? <clears throat> no. Mm -mm. Okay. <clears throat> I think we've tried to highlight tonight um, many of the reasons why it's important to have special interest affiliates and that we have um, 20 affiliates, some relating to careers and some relating to different interests. And although they are a wide variety of interests, it's a good idea for you guys to all check them out. You can see the full list of special interest affiliates on the acb.org website. And it'll also have contact information for each one of the affiliates. If you go to the affiliate pages, and then they have the state affiliates listed as well as special interest affiliates listed. Also, we've kind of talked about the ways that special interest affiliates and state affiliates can work together. And I think this is really key because the special interest affiliates have programs that are totally different than some of the programs that state affiliates offer so it's a, a good idea for the two to work together because it could help both in building your membership for the future. And if you have opportunities, whether it's using the community calls or whether it's using your convention, your statewide convention, or just encouraging your state members into checking out special interest affiliates, it might help your state affiliate grow if your members know more of the other opportunities that are out there. I think this is especially important for reaching out to newly blinded people because they have no clue what's available, whether it's support for them as an individual, whether it's advocacy they need for the future, or whether it's just getting to know more blind and visually impaired people and networking with one another. I think that's the whole key in ACB. That's the aspect I've found most helpful throughout my life, through when I was a student, when I um, worked in several businesses, and as I'm currently working in my business, I've found the networking opportunities in ACB and its special interest affiliates to be key in helping me grow as a person and as a business owner. So I encourage everyone who's listening to this call to really consider listening to our next four nights about the special interest affiliates and also checking out the different affiliates and seeing how state affiliates and special interest affiliates can work together. Is there anyone that has any last couple of minutes 
to make a comment. Oh, is there any questions in Clubhouse? There were hands raised in Clubhouse. Cindy, you might be muted because I might have did that. Hearing none. Okay. No hands are raised, and I guess Clubhouse is not talking. <laughs> yeah, tonight for the first time, we decided to add Clubhouse in. So we're hoping we get some new listeners to some of our upcoming nights because obviously we want to share all the ways people can become part of ACB, whether it's uh, belonging to a special interest affiliate or belonging to a state affiliate or just being a national member. Right. Sometimes people feel that they don't have the time to become involved in a chapter or a state or a special interest affiliate, but just want to be aware of the programs that ACB offers. And there are lots of things that ACB offers, both community on their website, in conventions, and all kinds of projects. So I'm sure any of you that are interested could find an avenue to find out more things about ACB. Okay, nine, area code 978, you can unmute. Yes, this is Gerard from Boston. Go can for it. Me? Yes, we yes. can. Uh, people that were di di uh, diabetics, uh, how do you avoid uh, losing your sight or amputation? Do you, do you have any idea? How that would be a good question to yes. learn from Diabetics in Action because they have had programs um, that help uh, people um, with their concerns about diabetes. Uh, Jeanette, were you trying to add something? Yeah, they right. do have a community call on the, on the community schedule. I don't know if you get the, well, you must get the community schedule since you're here. So, so um, second Wednesday yeah. of every month, they do have a community call and they do have a casual chat the third Saturday and the fourth Monday. And you can send an email to um, 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 acbdaorg at gmail.com to get more information. Before ORG, what were the first letters? ACBDA. ACBDA. ORG at gmail.com. What's the DA for? Diabetics in Diabetics Action. Action. Oh, okay. ABC, yep. ACBDA. ORG. ABC is a, what, American Blind Council or? Yeah, American, American Council, Council of the Blind of the Diabetics Blind. in Action. Yes. Uh, uh, ABCDA. ACBDA. ORG. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. At gmail.com. All right. I appreciate that. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Hey, well, thanks, thanks, for yeah. thanks for asking. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Yep. That's one reason we have these calls. So people that have questions, they can get those answered. <laughs> Is there any other hands? 
Yes, Meryl, you can unmute. Thanks, Danette. Thanks, Artis. Nikki, um, I, my question, Artis, is since I'm the convention chair of Maryland and you were talking about people from different special interest affiliates speaking at state conventions, and let's say it's going to be a, a national because we don't have any uh, state special interest affiliates in Maryland right now. We, we haven't. But would you suggest getting any officer like president, treasurer, secretary, you know, I mean, who would you suggest or any one of them or? I would contact the president okay. of special interest affiliates that you think your state might have interest in. Okay. Because uh, you know your members. Or yes, you know, I do. You know, quite a few of them. So you kind of know their backgrounds and what they might be more interested in. Mm -hmm. I would contact the president of those special interest affiliates okay. and then ask them if they would be willing to participate in your convention. And since there's uh, they're uh, national affiliates and they're mm -hmm. in all states, mm -hmm. you might be able to find um, out which members in your state are members of a special interest affiliate. You could probably contact Sharon okay. and she mm -hmm. might be able to tell you who, uh, which of your members are also members of the affiliate. Cause it doesn't have to be the president. Right. If they're okay. a member of your state affiliate, mm -hmm. I mean, they, they might feel comfortable uh, talking about the special interest affiliate. It's generally that the uh, president is likely to be more willing to well, you know, actually, Jamie Corona is the treasurer of the Braille Revival League, but, you know, um, but it can be the, you know, the president like uh, Denise Colley or, and right. since I'm the vice president of the state, I, yeah, I do know um, a lot of the members, yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for that suggestion. No problem. Mm -hmm. And that's a good way to connect with one another. It, the presidents of both state and special interest affiliates are part of a list, um, the president's list. So consequently, presidents can uh, write to all the other presidents on that president's list and ask if particular special interest affiliates might be interested in speaking at their convention. And that would be an easy way to hit up a whole bunch of them at once is just by sending an email to that list and asking them who would be interested in talking about their affiliate. Okay, um, community, I mean, Clubhouse. Tom, you can unmute and if you have any raised hands. Hearing nothing, so yeah. Okay, well, we're about out of time. I want to mm -hmm. really thank all of you for participating. Thank you for all the great comments. Thank you for the questions. And we really appreciate your attending this event. And please come to the next four nights and listen to each of the special interest affiliates tell all about their programs and services. Have a nice evening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thank you, artists. Thank you for the host, and thank you for our moderator for Clubhouse, and thank you to our streamer. We appreciate all of you. <laughs>